Hi everyone and welcome to another episode of Campfire Conversations. I'm Daniel and we're joined here today by Nadia, one of our team members here at Educator by Nature. Nadia is currently studying psychology and family and children and work Children work, yes. um, and is also a circle of security facilitator and brings an incredible amount of um, a wealth of knowledge to our programs. We're here today to talk about some of the observations we've made over the past couple of weeks uh, of our programs where we're working with families. So particularly our Kin Junior program, working with uh, parents and grandparents yep. and their four to seven year olds. What have we noticed, Nadia? We have noticed that kids love fire and parents love fire, mm -hmm. but how we make fire, because we use a flint and steel, fire steel, is really frustrating. Yes. And so we've, we sort of had two approaches to the way that we did it in um, junior. And the second, the one that we just had on the weekend, we actually spoke specifically into holding space for uncomfortable feelings. Because it can be tricky lighting a fire, even with a match. But when we add a skill like using fire steels, flint and steels, and the persistence, perseverance required to get the precise uh, angle of the steel, get the right spark, all of the elements that come into play to get a fire cause frustration. Yes. And we don't deal well with frustration in our society, do we, Nadia? No. Well, it's um, sort of, you feel like you've been defeated by something. Mm. And I think especially as parents, we, our instinct is to go in and to rescue our kids from those, those feelings of frustration. And so we raced in there before they've actually had a chance to fail at something because we don't want them to fail at something. And we told a story on Sunday about how dingoes actually learn how to, um, to eat. Mm. And they start off by milk and then it was that regurgitated food. And then it was um, going and finding the food that's already been killed. Mm -hmm. But then at, that, at some point they had to go out and find the, the food themselves and watching them fail. Um, but then they succeeded in the end. Mm. And so the importance of if we as parents can hold space for those uncomfortable feelings, hold space for frustration and make those feelings okay, it means that our kids can actually sit in that space knowing that they are supported and that we are loving them just for the person they are in that moment rather than their success in that moment. I think one thing you said the other day at the program, Nadia, was that we tend to celebrate um, the big, movement, big moments, the um, achievements that we have, but we celebrate less frustration yes. and we celebrate less um, or less vocally the um, actual practice of skills and the processing of skills. Yeah, what I noticed, um, especially with the two different programs we ran, and so one where we um, hadn't acknowledged those uncomfortable feelings and one where we really did, mm -hmm. and we asked the parents almost to sort of dig deep and to sit in those uncomfortable feelings and that's okay. And so watching that, as we are lighting the fire and we, can, and we can see them doing that movement, you're willing for this spark to happen. And so it's almost like we're waiting for that spark and that's what we're gonna celebrate. Instead of actually celebrating that friction, celebrating the frustration and watching how your child starts to hold the tool differently will start to adjust itself, mm -hmm. give their um, hands rest because they're feeling their fingers are getting tired. Yeah. And watching them change and adapt to try and succeed in this new, um, this new learning moment. Yeah. Um, and so we have lots of opportunities, but that means that we have to be okay as parents for our kids to not succeed in that moment if success is determined by the spark. Exactly. Yeah. Because it's often that final product or the spark or the achievement of a skill that is the thing we hold on to as the indicator of success. Yes. Rather than the persistence, the perseverance, and the precision that we're building in actually trying, trying something over and over, failing, and then keeping on trying. Yeah. 
Uh, one thing we observed, and I've observed this uh, in my time as a teacher as well, when frustration occurs, when our bodies um, are trying something without mm. success, we tense, our shoulders rise, yep. our body language changes and our energy changes as well. In a previous campfire conversation, we've talked about the need, especially around making fire, to be in the right headspace and the right heart space, to have the positive energy in our mind and our heart to actually get that fire yeah. to achieve. And it's the same with any skill. When we get into that negative headspace and we don't have success, we tense and then things don't go right anyway. So um, we've been talking about supporting parents, supporting educators and supporting our young ones to acknowledge that frustration, point it out because sometimes they can't see it. Yeah. And calm. Yes. Bring energy back. Yeah. And so one of the things we'd said was um, when you notice this is happening, you can say, mm. um, do you need to take a break? Um, I'm feeling really frustrated. How are you feeling? Um, and being, it's okay to have all those things, but so, because the important thing and the learning happens around that conversation and that mm -hmm. community. Um, and so what they're gonna learn is only enriched if we're holding space for it. Yeah. And if that's supported by that community of adults um, who have unconditional positive regard to these little people who, yeah. are, who are in our world. Yeah. And I think that term holding space is really important. How can we as facilitators, is a question we ask all the time, mm. how can we as facilitators hold space for children? In this case, hold space for the parents to hold space for their children and really allow an environment for failure to be okay, for practice to be okay, and still celebrate the success in the end as well. Yeah. Um, and it comes down to even when we're whittling, when we're carving, when we're drilling, using our um, hand drills, sawing, all of these skills, these manual skills, uh, require persistence, require practice. Yeah. Um, and we were also um, reflecting that it's when we don't allow space and acknowledge frustration that actually accidents happen. Yeah. That when we're whittling, the frustration happens back and forward because something's not quite working yeah. and the nicks of the, the thumb happen. Or the saw goes off the cut space and we, we get the little nicks. Those are the memories in themselves and those are important learning points as well. But how can we, by holding space, support those things not to happen because we um, acknowledge that frustration and uh, support the child or the parent to calm down in that space as well? Yeah, we, um, I noticed that on the, the program on Sunday, it was that when I said to a parent working with a child, mm -hmm. I said, oh, I'm, I noticed that when we get frustrated, our movements become quicker, they are shorter. And what we were talking about before, our whole body um, posture changes and our body language changes, the energy around us changes. As soon as I have noticed it, because it's almost like I'm giving permission for this to be okay, mm. I'm noticing it, so that's my holding space for parents to hold space. You watch the parent go, oh yeah, gosh, and their shoulders go back. Yep. And they, it's almost like they take a deep breath, and so they're grounding themselves and then they're, they're starting again. And so what they're doing then is they're modeling that to their kids. Yeah. So the, what they've learned just then is just as valuable as the spark because they've learned the fact that they have to yep. be really conscious of how they're approaching um, whatever task they're doing at that point in time. And in that experience, that supported experience, the children and the adults are laying down neural pathways yep. that give them the experience in life at a young age for the child to deal with adversity and hardship later in life, that their brain now knows, oh, when something's not right, when something's frustrating, 
if I do this and calm, I can get through it and yeah. I can move on. Yes. These are important skills to learn young and to be supported with at a young age. And they need to have the opportunity to fail so that they learn these, these, um, these tools. Because if we keep on rescuing them, yep. they don't get that learning experience. But Nadia, the other day, as a parent, you were saying, sometimes you just tie your boy's shoes like shoelaces. Yes, because we've got things to do and we are on a tight schedule and it's always the last thing that hasn't been done and we're running late and it is so frustrating. So I just tie the shoes because it's easier for me. And so it's in these, like when we're reflecting, yep. I'm sort of like, yeah, yep, I'm so, I'm guilty of doing that. And we all are. And that's also okay because mm. it's, we've got to hold space for ourselves and the fact that we're still learning to do this and we are all trying to manage this really rushed life. Yeah. Um, but going back to that whole, that energy, it is that me, me um, tying my kid's shoe, it, it's the same as my, I'm getting frantic, mm. my, I'm hunching over. And so it's in those moments that we go, okay, yeah, and just breathe into it and yeah. breathe into those moments and make it okay for me to have made a mistake. Yeah. Um, and talking about those feelings with my kids, mm. um, it's a valuable lesson. Yes, for everybody as well. <laughs> so we hope uh, this has inspired you to take a moment and a breath in those stressful times. Mm. Not all the times because we're human, um, but to see the potential in learning opportunities yeah. that come through frustration at home, in the classroom, out in nature. And we thank you for joining us for another Campfire Conversations. <laughs>